For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. We're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on to start another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season with a new updated interface and site, even more odds, props, and contests. Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's your, that's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use your promo code NFL100. Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. It is the Arizona Cardinals centric specific show brought to you by I am one of your hosts. I'm your co-host Javon J. Love Adams. And as always with me is the is my my partner, my ace, my partner in crime, the one and only Ed Easy Smith. He played professional baseball and he also played in the NFL. How you doing, man? Man, week one down and those Cardinals surprised the both of us, man. Yeah, we're going to get into it. Me. Surprise uh, you, you on this yeah. one. <laughs> surprise you on this one. Uh, you on this one. So you, we're definitely going to get into that. Of course, we are now definitely into the swing of things when it comes to this. So today's show, we're going to be bringing you kind of a recap of that, of that, that blitzkrieg. I kind of described it in our show notes. Uh, the blitzkrieg that the, that the Arizona Cardinals put on the uh, Tennessee Titans going to Tennessee and getting a road win that was definitely unexpected. Uh, so we're going to talk about that, the win, uh, some players that, uh, either surprised or maybe didn't surprise me. Of course, we know that Chandler Jones had a great game and then, uh, Kyler Murray actually impressed as well. I'm not saying he never impresses, but you know, you'll, if, if you know, you know, and we're going to get into that matchup uh, again with this week coming up uh, with the Cardinals. Now they're playing at home. Yeah. Playing at home against the, uh, the Minnesota Vikings. And we're of course going to get into who we think will win uh, and how that game went. But so I don't know if you heard, but apparently former NBA player Lamar Odom may be returning to professional basketball in Spain soon. And apparently he's going to try out for uh, Pal Gasol's team. So he's been taking a new product he yields the credit to, and that's Balance 7. Balance 7 is a pH balancing alkaline supplement drink. It, it takes 
uh, it's like vitamins or supplements in liquid form. So just one ounce a day, three times a day in a week, you'll see the effects. And I know when we talk about, we, I know that your, your nephew plays on the Vikings. I know he's out this season in terms of with an injury, but when you were playing uh, easy, as you started to get older and as you were trying to, you know, obviously trying to make that cut on the team, it would have been cool maybe to have something to be able to take away some of those aches and pains, I would imagine. Oh, absolutely, man. I mean, any advantage you can get in terms of taking care of your your body is so important. And, you know, the uh, the things they have out there today are so much more advanced than what we had back in the day. I wish we had these type of products. Who knows? Maybe I'd have played a few more years in the league. There you go. And so you can see how Balance 7 has helped. And so right now, if you go to balance7.com and use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, you'll get $10 off their 32-ounce bottle. Uh, the, bo- the bottle lasts 11 days, which is the perfect amount of time to feel the pH balancing drink go to work. Again, that's balance7.com and use the code BELIEVE at checkout. I did. And if it worked for, and if it worked for, for him, it could work for you too. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. So, man, I'm chilling. I, I was, I went out and did a little bit of running and uh, came home and I just, it was just a couple of snaps into the game and I'm sitting, I jumped in the shower because I was too funky to sit right on the couch. And, and lo and behold, the Cardinals were, they were impressing. And I, I didn't know if this was going to be an aberration, but they, they got off to a, a good start. They ended up beating the, the Tennessee Titans 38 to 13. I mean, I just want your thoughts in terms of I was impressed with the with the play calling. I was impressed, of course, with the the defensive side of the ball with Chandler Jones. He was doing a lot of things. David Collins didn't get a whole lot of playing time, but that's okay because the last thing you want to do is try to force a rookie to play. If that's it, let him let give him the opportunities to to be able to shine. Uh, Isaiah Simmons had had a tip uh, tip drill kind of interception there. Uh, I, I was impressed. Of course, uh, DeAndre Hopkins did his thing. Even our man who stays, who stays, uh, um, uh, who's oft injured, uh, did a, did a great job as well. <laughs> but your thoughts on the game as you watch this play out? You know, the thing that surprised me most, Jay, and you and I talked about this leading up to the game. We didn't see a whole lot during the preseason. Uh, you know, and most teams didn't show a bunch, but we really went to the extreme in terms of how limited we were, especially with our offense out there. And then a lot of our starting players, the thing I was most impressed with, to be honest with you was they came out from the very first whistle and they were aggressive and they were moving on time and they were in fast motion. And they actually made a Tennessee team that I thought was going to have a much better game plan in terms of, you know, they're more of a ground and pound team. You know, it's easier to simulate that or at least, that game can be stronger out of the box when you're talking about the type of game that the Cardinals have. A lot, you know, offensively, at least a lot of timing, a lot of, you know, formations, different things going on. I thought we would be a little behind in terms of our, uh, you know, everybody being on the same page. And boy, was I surprised. The Cardinals came out, they were clicking, uh, they ran the ball. Here's a, another interesting thing, Jay. They actually threw the ball 33 times, ran the ball 32. Or flip flop, however it was. Yeah. How about what, that? What was that word we talk about all the time? Balance. Indeed. I mean, so that was nice to see. Um, I really was impressed, obviously, with the defense. I think the defense set the tone for this game. And Chandler Jones, oh my God, I can only you know we're going to talk a little later on about uh, you know who's our next opponent. If I'm one uh, Kirk D Cousins right now, I'm looking at that film. I'm like. I'm, I'm talking to my offensive line. I'm like, look, man, 
Y'all got, y'all got, y'all got to be better than that. You, you, y'all got to be do Because, <laughs> I mean, Chandler Jones looked like he was uh, – you know, you remember the old uh, Bugs Bunny, Bugs Bunny on first base, Bugs Bunny on second base, Bugs Bunny on third. <laughs> it was like Chandler Jones on deep, deep tackle, Chandler Jones at right end. I mean, he was all over the place. And yes, sir. It was almost – let me say, it was almost like he was playing with some type, like he was on some type of mission, like he had something to prove. Hmm, makes you wonder sometime, right? Indeed. So, like I said, the thing that impressed me the most, most, especially after not seeing it all offseason, was the fact that they came out and they made uh, an NFL team, another NFL team, look p- pathetic. I would hate to be in, their, in the Tennessee Titan fans' shoes this day because that did not look good. And you have very little to build on, whereas we have a whole lot to build on moving into week two. That was a thorough thrashing. And those are, Jay, those are the best plane rides home when when everybody plays like that. I yeah. mean, man, the music is loud. The food is good. You know, people up and down in the, in the uh, you know, running up and down the, 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 the aisles. That's really, really a good feeling. And I know they had to enjoy that when coming back from Tennessee yesterday. <laughs> Now again, to to drive your point home, there was uh, what thirty three rushes for one hundred thirty six yards and a touchdown. Um, yeah, I definitely impressed. One of the things that that jumped out to me is that only the one turnover and and the turnover that that the the interception that Kyler Murray had. I don't I don't know what he was thinking there. I mean, it just it's and maybe it's because of the angle of the camera, but it looked to me that it was as if it was plain as day that there was a defender right there. And then he, what, what were you trying to do? Throw it through the defender as opposed to trying to maybe look, uh, look to do, make a different decision. But and then along those lines, I wanted to get your thoughts on this. There was, there were, there were still a couple of instances where there was one in the first quarter. I want to say where Kyler scrambled and did one of those got two yards for loss. Yeah. Uh, and I, I'm sure I, I wish I had been sitting next to you because we would have probably, you would have probably done one of those things where you would have jabbed me in the ribs and say, look at that there. <laughs> those are still some, there's still things to, to be able to improve upon, but it's easier to look at that film and look at the things you need to improve. I would imagine after a wick, after a victory such as this. And I was going to say that when you win, especially in this fashion, a good coach or good coaching staff will reward everybody with accolades, but will also point out the areas that we can still Improve on it. You got to remember, Jay. This is just week one right. of the season. Got sixteen still to go. Yes. I mean, in normal instances, you'd have fifteen to go. You still got a whole sixteen to go. So a lot of things can be corrected. Uh, the one thing I always warn, especially, um, you know, we have a tendency out here in the valley when things get even remotely good. All of a sudden, now we almost break our arms trying to pat ourselves on the back. Right. We still got a long way to go, bro. And what I would warn is don't feel yourself on this one too much. Watch the film. Then after you watch the film today, tomorrow's your day off. Come Wednesday, it's time to – that one is in the in the rearview wind, window. We now have to focus on the next one because we always out here seem to, man, we let that one get away. We don't want to let any get away this year. I think after what we just did this past week and what we saw out of um, Minnesota – going out to Baltimore or uh, um, Cincinnati Cincinnati and losing, Mm -hmm. I would say this is an opportunity. This is one of those ones where you got to say at home or home opener, you can't let this one slip through your fingers. And that means we got to be focused from day one. And like I said, as soon as this one is done and we've done all the cheering and happy slapping on the backs and stuff, it's time to move on from this one. 
And again, all credit due to the Cardinals for going in and not trying to, and not, and not, it's, it's, there are so many, it's, you can choose, it's almost like the choose your own adventure books. You can choose which way you want to go in terms of how you apply, uh, approaching a road trip and all those types of things. And I think they approached it the right way. But I wonder if it was one of those situations because, uh, I think you saw the article where, where Vrabel said that we got our, er, we got our butts kicked essentially. So I wonder if that team was, and this is, this is part of the reason why I, I picked the, the Cardinals week one because I just didn't know how coming as the first two or three games, of this of the regular season might be that still that continued filling out process as you try to ramp up and really get into what your offense or your defense is and those types of things to really find that rhythm and i wonder if the titans thought yeah okay we'll, we'll be able to get our our get our rhythm going it's only the cardinals i mean we know that they're a team they they put their pants on one leg at a time like us but still man it's the cardinals and i wonder if there was a little bit of that or enough of that to where they thought even when they got down don't worry we'll we'll get it back man don't trip don't worry about it and before they know it the game's out of control. Well, you know, I think, uh, Jay, quite honestly, I think the way everybody's handling these off-seasons and pre-seasons has something to do with this. What normally would happen is in a regular situation, teams would have about 10 to 15 snaps of Chandler Jones to look at, uh, you know, rather than going back and looking. Because remember, we got to remember, Chandler missed the majority of last year. You know, mm-hmm. you get him a few snaps in during the preseason, and guys are like, well, this is – how he usually you know, lines up. You know, we got some stuff, even though it's vanilla, we can take a look at this. This is 2021 film of Chandler Jones and 2021 film of J.J. Watt and DeAndre Hopkins. Teams are now going into the first game of the year. It's a total mystery. They had no idea what to expect from Kyler Murray. And part of it was by design. You only played him nine snaps. But in those nine snaps, you saw absolutely zero. You didn't see any of the speed. With teams can look at last year's film, especially toward the end of the year when things really weren't going well for the Cardinals, and mm-hmm. you get a sense of, man, they look like doo-doo, not knowing that they might have worked on a few things. And I think it worked in the advantage of the Cardinals. that like They had a bad finish to 2020 last year. That was the only film that was kind of out there unless teams went really far back. And I'm sure they went back into week one through six or seven just to take a peek. But that is – you think about that. That's a calendar year – removed right so they probably looked at some of the late season efforts of the cardinals maybe got a little comfortable but then like i said you come out the box and you don't you don't have any idea of game plan you don't know formations and packages usages anything and then like i said you can look at all the film you want of chandler jones back in the first few games he played last year you didn't mm-hmm. get any opportunity to see what he was going to do this year i guarantee there was dudes on the sideline like yelling help I mean, that dude is, I mean, because you just Ooh. didn't know, you could not even imagine. And like I said, I fear no man, Jay, me personally. Right. I right. fear no man. But I would have had a little trepidation in my heart and my mind if I was one of them dudes lining up against uh, Chandler on yesterday. Right. And that's right. just, when you look at what he was doing, you got to remember, he was out there doing that to grown men. Yes, sir. He was doing that to grown men who also get paid. And he made it look like he was out there just having – you know, he, he was playing Madden on rookie level, you know? <laughs> so, I mean, there's there's some all kind of different, what I call, I guess, things that go into the making of game one that, you know, we kind of missed. And, like, you know, what's going to happen, and I'll set up after this, what's going to happen, games, and I, I hope the Cardinals stay on this path, but games one, two, three, four, then teams start to develop film on you, right? What right. happened to us when we got to the six and three start last year, right? Mm, we got right. to a point where 
we figured, okay, this has been working all year. We're just going to roll with it. What happened? Other teams made adjustments. We never made those adjustments. We went from six and three to eight and eight because we kept running the same playbook, the same scheme, the same this, thinking we just roll it out. So I, I warned ahead of, ahead of time, as good as it looks now, you can continue to make it look just as good, but you got to be constantly on your game, you know, changing up your packages, meaning your, uh, you know, maybe instead of four wide, we go uh, two wide and two tight ends and a back, but we run the same play, but we just put dudes in different, or we run, you know, different motions, different formations, whatever it is. We got to keep it fresh to make right. sure it doesn't get stale. And other teams are going to start to get that film and they're going to start watching these patterns, watching what D hop is doing watching the drops of Kyler. And that's, like I said, six and three like last year can turn into eight and seven, eight and nine or whatever it, it'll be with the 17-game sales. We just have to make sure we go week to week and adjust. Now, and what was also interesting, because I want to get to to break down what you think will will take place in the game this week of coming against the Vikings, is that I noticed in that first quarter that that uh, Cliff Kingsbury actually got a little upset. He got upset. There were a couple of penalties in that first quarter. And I saw him get, you could tell, he said, that was twice. I mean, he was yelling, he was frustrated. And maybe some of that, it was maybe some of that pressure that he might be feeling, um, just an, that ancillary pressure, it might be, that might be helping him to, to be able to, to get on the players just enough to make sure that they get in line. I mean, it, I just, it, it was something that you don't, that you don't typically see out of him. And that just, that was something that caught my eye. Well, Cliff's no, Cliff's not a dummy. He, he know, he hears, he hears some of the, the naysayers out there where his weaknesses are and different things like that. Who knows? He might even be listening to our podcast right now. He might have been listening yes, all the way through. Maybe we, we can take some credit for some of the things that we saw transpire or hmm. over these, this, you know, this past Sunday. But, you know, in all seriousness, you know, he knows if he's not, you know, he's not a dummy. He knows where he needs to make his improvements and, one of the things we talked about was having a voice and being the CEO of this team. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when mistakes are made, you know, it's not, Hey, we'll get the next one. You know, sometimes you got to light a fire and stuff like that. So maybe time has kind of given him some of those lessons and maybe that'll make him a better head coach, a better discipline, the disciplinarian, uh, a better manager of all the individuals, that will make us a whole a team, a much better team as a whole. So those are the things, you know, from the start of the season to the end, those that's something we're always going to keep our eye on. What Clifton on the sideline? Is he making the decisions? Is he doing this? Now, the, the good part is you got a chance to do it all and experience it in a win. They did, they faced no adversity this game. This game, in my opinion, from start to finish, I'm not going to say Tennessee rolled over, but they basically, I mean, they bent over the, the, the chair at least a little bit and, you know, hike that booty up for us to smack it. And for me, <laughs> it, you know, what's going to happen though, when we get in those crunch time situations, especially in our division, when these games are going to get a whole lot tougher and they hope mean a whole lot more because they're in division games. And we also saw our division, NFC West went four and oh in uh, play. We beat up on the AFC South and the NFC uh, North, I think it was in our four victories. Um, but that means everybody's going to be kind of bring their best foot forward. Like I said, this is a good sign for Cliff. We'll see how he kind of takes this lesson and moves on, moves forward with it. 
And so before we get into, uh, before we get into breaking down the, the uh, game against the Vikings, have exciting news. Uh, our pod is partnering with playactionpools.com this season to bring some interactive fun to the sport we love most. You'll be able to get in on the action with our playactionpools.com football pick'em challenge, which is open to everyone. And here's how it works. So you go sign up for the contest, believe football pick'em at playactionpools.com and then get your picks in each week. We're, uh, we're going to be selecting the 10 highest profile games of the week between NFL and college football. And then whoever gets the most picks correct each week will win a pair of electric sunglasses and a pair of DC shoes. Again, go to playactionpools.com and sign up for the contest Believe. That's B-L-E-A-V, football pick'em. And if you plan on hosting your own football contest, go to playactionpools.com today. They've got Survivor Survivor pick'em as well as a, a cool sportsbook-style concept called Build Your Bankroll. Playactionpools.com, your new home for all your office sports pools. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. So the Arizona Cardinals will be opening up against the opening to get their home opener again against the, uh, the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings fell to the, uh, to the, to the Cincinnati Bengals. I think it was what last second, la- last second play that they, they fell to the Cincinnati they Bengals. Went in overtime. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. When, Went into overtime. And so that's one of those things where the, the, the Cincinnati Bengals, they definitely weren't expected to, to come out, uh, come out of the gates, uh, charging hard, so to speak. Uh, we know that Kirk Cousins, in terms of how he performed last week, if we just kind of look at that, he was what 20, no, he was 36 of 49 for 351 yards, two TDs. Uh, Dalvin Cook, 20 rushes for only 61 yards, though, and a touchdown. Kyler Murray last week, comparatively, was 21 for 32, 289 yards, four touchdowns. He had that one touchdown rushing. DeAndre Hopkins was definitely a beast out there. Six uh, receptions for 83 yards and two touchdowns. Um, how do you see this one playing out? This is one of those things. I think I have the, well, I'll save who I, until we, we pick later, but this is one of those things where at the beginning, that first quarter of the season, the first three to four games, because now we can't say quarter of the season, I suppose. I still guess we can break <laughs> it down in the quarters if we wanted to, but uh, that, that we might see some aberrations there before we start to get, understand how teams are playing. Your thoughts on how you think this game may play out, given the energy that I would imagine will be brought to State Farm Stadium. Well, you know, obviously I have a special interest in the Vikings over the last couple of years with my nephew being there, so I've watched them a great deal. Um, when you have Kirk Cousins having to throw the ball 49 times, I know it was an overtime game, but even anywhere in that vicinity 49 times, you know you're something went haywire in your game plan. And then you look at uh, Dalvin Cook only having a total of 20 rushes for 61 yards. That is going against everything that they do. So they were forced out of their game plan sometime early, either that or they abandoned it. And I'm pretty sure uh, they're going to be looking at what we just did against a Tennessee team with, uh, you know, basically stifling their running game. If they come in here with the same mentality that they're going to abandon their run quickly, this one could get just as ugly as what we did over in Tennessee this past week. What I'm thinking of, as far as the Vikings coming in here, they're going to try to get Dalvin Cook going often and early, try to keep Chandler Jones out of uh, Kirk Cousins' lap, a lot of play action, figure out how to get into the middle of our uh, 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 defensive formation, meaning to that second level with their running game. And that's not going to be easy because, obviously, we did something, and I think it was one of those things 
with Tennessee, it just snowballed right away with, you know, the sack fumble touchdown. Right. And, and we, right. it was almost like we punched them in the nose and they were dazed and never recovered. Um, good lesson for, or good for Minnesota to see. Now, the problem is you can see it and try to attack it. If you got Chandler Jones doing what he does, was doing and uh, everybody else uh, joining him in the party, it's going to be awful tough for Minnesota to come in here and get a victory. I love what we did defensively. Offensively, I would say, you know, add in a few more wrinkles. Uh, you know, we'll, it's still too early to say that you can see a whole bunch of tendencies, but I'd like to see Kyler maybe get under center a little more. I love this scrambling. I have to say I love the way he scrambled a couple of times and almost crossed the line but retreated and still to a pass. I mean, this dude, he's got talent. He's got skill. We, we've never questioned his ability on the field. I think sometimes we question his leadership when things aren't going well. So mm-hmm. obviously we saw a great taste of when everything's going good and it's all smiles on the sideline and stuff like that. And I hope we see more of that. But let's let's be prepared for those instances where – we're not rolling sevens and they start start getting in box cars and snake eyes and stuff like that. Hmm. And we got to make some adjustments. But from what I saw this past week, great game to build off of. And Minnesota better be very weary of, you know, falling into the same fate as what Tennessee did uh, this past Sunday. Yeah, I think yeah, it's going to be trying to capture that energy, being able to try to ride that energy again, trying to have the same type of uh, the same type of of sense of urgency, I think mm-hmm. is going to be key and important because, and, and here's something that I mean, when we've, we've talked about it and rightfully so Chandler Jones a few times. And of course it's the trying the immediate reaction and the hot takes that people want to want to have in terms of pay that man, pay that man is going to be interesting to see because yeah, so he got five and five is nothing to shake a stick at Heck, getting two or three in a game is nothing to shake a stick at, mm-hmm. but the pressure that he put on the quarterback now is going to be the adjustments that teams make or try to make because we know yeah. that he's a, he's a dominant player to see if indeed after two or three or four weeks, if, if everybody's still feeling the same way in terms of pay that man, pay that man, because we want to make sure that he's the, if the, the, the least, the, the least amount of time, the few, the, the less time that a quarterback has to be able to go through their progressions and do what they do, because they're worried about Chandler Jones coming from the, from their blind side, that, that bodes well so that these cornerbacks don't have to do a whole lot of being out on an Island by themselves and being in, and that helps that, that that's the rising tide that lifts all boats. If, he can continue to play in that way. And the thing is, Jay, we can't expect five sacks a week, you know, but, and teams are going to make those adjustments where, you know, cause I think he went through a dry spell a couple of years ago when he got off to a hard start. It was last, it was last year before last he got year. injured. Yeah. yeah. And teams start to, to realize that. And obviously now, cause a lot of teams were probably like, well, we don't even know what he has in the tank yet because, you know, he missed all last year. We haven't seen a whole lot of film on him. I guarantee you if, uh, Tennessee had a do-over, man, they would devote a whole lot of attention and time to double teaming and chipping and stuff like that. Those are the things now that Minnesota had a chance to see, and they're going to do a lot of that. And as you mentioned, it's all about, hey, we can't get frustrated if he goes a couple games without a sack or if it doesn't look like he's getting the same amount of pressure because other teams and their coordinators get paid to do just that, make their adjustments. And then, you know, what happens, Jay, is now time for next man, Superman, to step up. You know, we got to get others to uh, contribute. So we'll see what happens if uh, Chandler gets stymied or, like I said, other teams make adjustments. It's time for other dudes to do their thing as well, which I think we have very capable uh, young men on this roster. 
It's just a matter of when the opportunity rises, do they make the play or do they not? Yeah. So let's get into it then. So let's make our as we as we wind down, let's make our picks here. I, I'll I'll go first, and then of course let the 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 star of the show make the the pick to let go last. But I think that this will be a close game. Um, I, I think there may be some opportunities. I think it'll yeah, I think it'll be within seven points. So I'm saying, I think twenty seven twenty, uh, Cardinals. And I, I think that the Cardinals will have some good offensive drives. I think they'll have some, that there'll, there'll be some, uh, we'll see some continuation of what they did during game one. But I think this might be, again, when I was looking at what I thought in terms of my projection for the season, this might be where the happiest that you'll be in the season. This, this might be um, an opportunity to take advantage of that energy, and who knows if this what what confidence can do if you win two, and then will you if you believe because if you can stop Derrick Henry, even though I think that they didn't use him properly, if you can stop him, then why can't you stop a Dalvin Cook? Why can't you go ahead and and try to copy and paste that as long as you have the same intensity, not necessarily the same game plan, the same intensity? I think that's going to be key there. What do you think, man? I'm scared, Jay, because this is one I don't want to jinx the Cardinals. I just I'm looking at history here, and I know, you know, we're not supposed to be caught up in the moment. I look at what they just mm-hmm. did going over to Tennessee, and I'm looking to the team that's coming in here and the Minnesota Vikings, minus some weapons, uh, my nephew included. You got Kirk Cousins, who we know does not like pressure. He's got them happy happy feet, uh, can toss them up to us every now and then. And, you know, if we can stop their running game and put it all on his shoulders just like ball. Uh, I keep wanting to say Baltimore, Cincinnati did. We could be looking at a repeat of week one, meaning score-wise. We could be looking at a route. I don't want to put that type of thing out there, though. I think the Cardinals, if they get a route, so be it. But if they pull out this victory, which I do think they will, I don't care how you get it, as long as you get a W in that column, go get it. This game, for me, I want to say it's going to be close. Don't think it will, actually, but I'm going to say it's going to be close just because I don't want to jinx them or anything like that. So I think we'll have we'll handily have this game in the, going into the fourth quarter, up by 10 or something like that. And I'm not going to say we cruise the victory, but with them having to come from behind, <clears throat> I think we get a late blowout because they have to drop back and Kurt's going to get happy and throw us maybe a pick six or something like that. So my, my final score is 30 to uh, 20. All right. There we go. There we go. And so we do this every week. So please make sure you tell a friend and tell a friend about what we have going on here. I believe in the Arizona Cardinals on behalf of the one and only Ed Easy Smith. I'm Javon J. Love Adams. And we're all and as always, I like to say we are brought by presented by Bet Online. So as we always like to say around this time, are you good? So next week, be easy out there. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. 
Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.